book of Numbers, God numbered the Levites who could enter into the service of the Tent of Meeting. These ones had the privilege to directly handle the holy things of the tabernacle for God's testimony and move. Today, we have the opportunity to bear the same burden for the church. Today's episode continues the series entitled Being Numbered, with excerpts taken from a time of fellowship in Anaheim, California in April of 2009. In this episode, Brother Andrew Yu shares on our need of a Saba consecration to enter into the priestly and Levitical service. Additionally, several brothers share their experiences of entering into a corporate vital living in their localities for God's testimony and move. A link to the full audio can be found in the episode notes. And the only thing that I feel is that I've, I felt very humiliated and felt uh, well, not humiliated, very humble, because when I listened to your testimony, I realized that we co-workers have not prayed enough for this age group, and I felt um, that I need to go back to the co-workers and relate to what you all just shared, that we would increase on the burden to pray. But you have to realize that we pray a lot. We did pray a lot for this this group, but uh, after listening to your testimonies, I realized that we need to pray a whole lot more. And then a few of the things that uh, Menorah mentioned, and actually some of you mentioned in your um, uh, testimonies, uh, uh, put that in front of you. Uh, uh, number one, Menorah mentioned about consecration. That's very important. Then um, he mentioned about getting together, and then um, we need to, and some of you mentioned about getting together in groups, two and threes, um, start praying together. That's very, very important. And you know that at the beginning of the year, we um, try to encourage at least, if we can see a thousand groups that will rise up. And I still hope that that can be done. Um, that needs some faithfulness on the part of all the brothers. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to the website. Uh, we talk about that. Then, um, some of you share about the fact that organically you start taking up some responsibility locally. That's also very important. And I wish that it could be done in a, a very organic way. Uh, and um, there's one message in the working saints, brotherly for the working saints, he said before, there's um, a lot of people and no response, no opportunity. Now it's the other way around. There's a lot of opportunity and not enough people. He's talking about this age group and how this age group should face the um, new age of the God of the way. So um, we need to... Um, um, Endeavor. Uh, one thing that I shared this morning, the ability depends on the willingness. In fact, the ability is the willingness. And you seek it, it's there. Then uh, the other thing, that in addition to taking care of our local responsibilities, which includes, I like uh, one brother share, 
that you start voluntarily taking care of the newcomers to your city. That's, that's a very real responsibility. Another group said, uh, another brother said, uh, you start uh, uh, organically taking care of the young people and inviting them out for a hamburger after the um, meeting. That's also a very organic way of picking up the local responsibilities. And then, finally, Menorah mentioned about the matter of migration. And that, of course, is a big necessity. And um, we um, depend on the young working saints to, take, to um, pick up this uh, burden and to pick up this responsibility to, um, to carry the ark, to carry the ark. The ark is not carried by oxen. The ark is carried by people's shoulders. So uh, I'll just say that much and uh, put this fellowship on the website and then continue to encourage these few things that I'm talking about. Uh, you know, in the Old Testament, there's a word called Tzaba, T-S-A-B-A. So I'm going to challenge you, not just ordinary consecration, but a Tzaba consecration. Well, if you want to find out what that is, go to Numbers chapter 1, verse 3, footnote. That means it's also the military service. It's also the priestly service. Both means the same thing, that as soon as they enter that service, that service is called the Taba service. So what you need today is not just a regular preliminary consecration. You need a Taba consecration. Then you need a Taba valuation. And then you need a Taba numbering, what Brother Menorah said. And then you need to enter a Taba service. And it's very interesting because I'll just, that would just take one minute. You know, in, in, uh, in, in uh, the Old Testament, uh, outside, you have uh, the military service. Inside, you have the Levitical service. And then the tabernacle is there. And it's very interesting. In chapter 1, verse 3, this group is called the Taba. And then in chapter 4, verse 3, this group is called the Taba. When you enter into the military service, you're in the Taba. When you enter into the Levitical service, you're also in the Taba. Of course, this group is 20 years and no upper limit. This group is 30 years to 50 years. But whatever it is, those are the kind of consecration, the kind of valuation, and the kind of uh, numbering that we want today. Now, you may be a full-timer, but that's not the only service. The service is the whole body of Christ. Amen. And you need to give yourself to it. So I'll just say this much, and please... Uh, continue this matter of prayer. Very important, because everything starts with prayer. Prayer prayer will stoke your burden. Prayer will renew your vision. Prayer will bring you into a fresh consecration. Amen. The burden for the young adults is not really for the young adults. Not to just to take care of ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, to make sure you get the proper attention or something. And it's not even, I would say, just for our churches. Mm-hmm. While we need to be the backbone of our churches, it's really not just for Irvine mm-hmm. or Los Angeles or San Diego. The burden is for the body of Christ. Amen. And I would say specifically in light of this past weekend, 
for most of us brothers from North America. Our burden needs to be for North America, for the increase in our localities, and for the spread across North America. So we need to fully receive even the commission from the coworkers regarding the Lord's move with the GTCA cities this year and for the coming years. Amen. If it is the 70-year-olds, the 80-year-olds first in line, that would be a shame to us. I hope collectively we can receive this burden. And so the burden for this first hour, again, is to receive many reports. Uh, we've asked brothers from different localities or different regions to just uh, be prepared to share something because we think it'd be helpful to hear from across uh, the United States and, so, and, and Canada. And if time permits, we'd like to open it up for whosoever may have a burden. But just to help get the ball started, uh, let's do this. First, we'll have some testimonies from Southern California and then Atlanta and then Northern California. And, and these three areas will have maybe 15 minutes between them, maybe 20 minutes. But uh, we'll start with these three clusters first. Right, 15 minutes total. So we want to be brief. Um, just uh, to report from Irvine, um, the uh, last year and a half have been uh, very encouraging related to this uh, this burden in, in, with the view of the whole church because uh, uh, what... The first thing we'd like to fellowship is just regarding the speaking. Um, the speaking of the coworkers. Uh, this is where the burden comes from. When you listen to the speaking, you will get burdened. <laughs> and you will see that there is a burden. The Lord is burdened for this. The Lord is burdened for his whole body. Uh, and for, in order for the Lord's recovery to go on, um, if, this, if this age group does not rise up to bear the testimony, there will be no Lord's recovery eventually. So um, I think that the speaking has, has uh, made the burden very clear to us, and, uh, and it's, it's caused many of us in our locality to, to rise up to uh, just to pray. At first, initially, it was just to pray. We didn't even know what to do, so we just began to pray. And through the Lord's leading over the last year, uh, the, the Lord has given us some direction. And I'd just like to speak secondly regarding the result. The result has been that we see among the uh, coordinating brothers um, in the different hall. We have three halls in Irvine, and among the three, I think we roughly estimate is at least 30% of the brothers who are in the, the coordination for responsibility are ones who would be in this young adult group. Whereas before that, uh, I think it was probably, well, the, percentage-wise, it may have been the same, but the numbers have been very, were, were very low. We had a big push. A lot of brothers came into... Um, into the coordination for responsibility. And, uh, and as a result of this, this burden and all the speaking we've had over the last year, um, quite a number of brothers have, have risen up to bear the responsibility. So that's been very encouraging. Amen. Well, brothers, we, share, we felt to um, share our experience in Anaheim this last year. Uh, shortly after our time here last year, uh, some of us brothers started getting together to pray, primarily to pray. Uh, we had the realization that with our prayer, we can't do anything, right? So our burden was primarily to pray. Um, 
as a result of that prayer, um, eventually that time developed into something a little bit larger. Um, now, for the last, David, what would you say, maybe eight months? Okay, for the last eight months or so, we've been basically getting together every Saturday uh, just to pray, primarily to pray and to fellowship about how to, how how us can enter into these things and how we can help the other, the other uh, young adults also enter into these things. Uh, and I can testify that uh, the Lord has gained quite a bit uh, among us here in Anaheim. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that we've been praying for uh, is how to enter into 12 points. And I just had the feeling just to uh, read these points to you. Um, what was it? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, these are points that uh, the brothers gave to us. Uh, The first one is having a scheduled living, including the following. Of course, the first one is having a scheduled living. Okay, so two, having an upper room consecration and continuing to consecrate ourselves daily, even hourly. Three, having morning revival daily that is being revived every day. Four, reading the word daily at least one chapter, including the footnotes. Five, reading the ministry daily, three to five pages or one message. Six, praying daily and calling on the name of the Lord continually. Seven, joining a companion or companions, one or two, in prayer, two or three times a week. Eight, attending the district meetings of the church weekly. Lord's Day table and prophesying meetings and weekly corporate prayer meetings of the church and functioning periodically in the meetings by speaking or praying. Nine, joining or beginning a group meeting and attending weekly. Ten, preaching the gospel by visiting people, colleagues, friends, relatives, classmates, neighbors, ones in roads and hedges, uh, the Gentile world, or knocking on doors randomly two hours each week, and passing out gospel tracts with all diligence. Eleven, visiting other saints or inviting them into your home for a meal, or calling them by phone, or contacting them at the meeting for shepherding through exercising all-inclusive tender care upon them by cherishing and nourishing them. And twelve, sanctifying our finances. I don't know what is your feeling, but these points are precious. Um, of course, none of us are uh, success in any of these points, uh, in, in all 12 points, but we can testify that the Lord is gaining a lot. Um, you know, the last, uh, the last uh, this spring, what we've been doing is that we've been having a time in smaller groups by districts here in Anaheim, and some of the brothers like Brother Benson and Rick uh, Scatterday and Bob Danker, they were there, and this last spring basically... The brothers, their burden have been for two, two main points, primarily the matter of prayers in twos and threes and the matter of the gospel. Uh, so anyway, that's, this, is, this has been our experience here in Anaheim. So I can testify that there's, there's quite a bit of encouragement uh, and the Lord is gaining a lot and we continue to pray. Amen. Well, Carlos covered all the points, so I'll just highlight a few things. Um, again, we, we you know we've... In Anaheim, there's a lot of young adult saints, and we've been very burdened. When this, this burden first came out, we've been very burdened. So we right away started to pray. Uh, we had some very strong prayer. We would pray initially after the prayer meetings on Tuesday nights. And then w- with some time with Benson, we, we felt to 
um, begin meeting Saturday mornings. And, not, you know, it's good to have the brothers with us because they, through, through our being with the brothers like Benson and these other co-workers, there's been some perfecting as, we, as we've done this. And it's been very tender. It's been very, in a very loving way. But uh, I, re- I remember that when we uh, first started fellowshipping about meeting on Saturdays, our feeling was, well, we'll meet every other Saturday. And Benson very gently said, well, I feel, I'll feel good about you meeting every week. Uh, so, okay, we, we received the correction right away. And, you know, I, I don't know about the, the other brothers, but I feel this time for the brothers in Anaheim and Cyprus has been life-saving for me. You know, I, you know there, there are about 20 or so of us that meet regularly on, on Saturday mornings for a few hours to get into some word, the Word, to pray. We have some very strong prayer. First, we enjoy some prayer reading together, right? And then we go over some portion of the ministry. We have some time with Brother Benson and some of the other co-workers join us. Uh, but this has just been very good for me personally. You know, I, Because there's so many other brothers there, I, I feel accountable to go. And if, if the other brothers aren't my impetus to go, then Benson is, you know, and the other co-workers. You know, they keep us accountable to this time. Uh, and again, with Benson there, there's a lot of perfecting. There's a lot of guiding by the brothers. There's a lot of leading us in a loving way. Uh, we've also been having, uh, as Juan Carlos said, we've been having district meetings about two or three times a year, quarterly, roughly quarterly, every, every two or three months or so uh, by district. And um, uh, one, one thing that we are doing uh, in May, beginning of May, is we're having um, a retreat for all of the young adult saints in Anaheim and Cyprus. And this is the first time we've done this in this area, uh, specifically for the young adult saints, in about nine or ten years. So this is a very good time. If you brothers could remember, our, remember this time for us and pray for this time, that would be very good. Amen. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. Amen, Amen brothers. We're, um, we're from Los Angeles. And um, this is just when, when this burden started about a year ago, I believe, the brother shared there was something in my being that there was just amening every word that was coming out. But in the last year, I was just struggling to find out how can I enter into these things one by one. And um, in LA, last week we had a, it was last week, right? Last week we had a gathering with all the young, young saints, or, and it was really good just to see how there is, a, there is a desire in all the saints to have this kind of a life. And how, how there is something in our being that matches this, this burden. Uh, just on a personal note, me and a, another a brother and I started um, just making a schedule. Just Amen. very simple, small steps. Just making a very small schedule to have morning revival and keep each other um, accountable. And the schedule, the way we're doing it, is where we keep it online. So we can every day log in, just, just keep that schedule. And occasionally, when we see the saints online, um, to just keep, keep ourselves in the enjoyment, just contact them daily, maybe via email or chatting together online and trying to even fellowship a little bit over chat or pray chat, as we call it. And um, it works. If you exercise your spirit, it does work. Uh, Just writing a sentence, just saying, amen, brother, I'm really enjoying the Lord, I need the Lord. And it causes us to actually pray for each other. It caused me many, many times to have short prayers and just naming names at work. And it saves me. and uh, anyways, thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you for your burden for the young people, Amen. young adults. Amen. Uh, just, a, just a short testimony of um, <clears throat> brother. Brother Andrew came to visit us. It was uh, last week, 
And, um, and, and prior to that, we, we just had some fellowship, and I, and I really prayed, you know, the, the Lord would really speak during that time. And, um, and, then, and then the time came, and, and I, I realized none of the things I wanted to hear were being spoken. And then uh, I also realized that, that um, the, the things that were being spoken as, as opportunities for us young adults were not things that I was really interested in. And then I realized that uh, fundamentally, I, my, my direction in my church life was flawed. And that what I was expecting in the church life could never be delivered. And then uh, it, and that, that really woke me up because um, I realized no matter where I migrate to, no matter what quote, quote, service I did, um, I would never be satisfied. Because the opportunities that were being spoken of, and this was in the, um, the, the messages to the, the young working ones, we're preaching the gospel, prophesying in the meetings, uh, taking care of the home meetings. And these were things that I have heard all my life. But these were things that were being spoken of as opportunities. And this was being spoken to a, a, a time when there, there wasn't that much of an opportunity because I guess there, back then we were still practicing one man speaking. But I, I just realized if, if this isn't, opportunity is something you want. So if this is being presented as an opportunity, I don't see value in it, then I'm in big trouble. So, so as, as far as, um, um, I, just, I, just, I just realize, and I, I don't think I'm in the boat by myself in this. I just realize a lot of us who have seen this, um, we're, we don't want it. And the problem isn't the saints not doing their thing, it's us. Because we don't want the salvation that's given to us. So, so, um, amen. That's that's just my uh, experience from last week. But um, as far as uh, reports in in LA, there there are very few older people. There are just a lot of young people who are a few years older than me. And I just I just I just moved there, and I just feel so honored. You know, they if they could do it, I could do it. And if uh, if they could raise kids in LA, then. Amen. Then I have nothing to complain. So, so, but, but in, an, in another sense, I just feel, um, I just feel amen. I don't know. There's just the morale is very, very high. Amen. So. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I just, uh, one thing that I've appreciated through, throughout the, the messages on the website and even today with all the points, the, the, the first brothers who shared, is that there's a lot of points. Uh, and so it seems like a lot. But, you know, when we, get it, when we get together with another brother just to pray in the morning, a lot of these other things start to just take place on their own. The Lord increases your enjoyment of Himself, uh, and, and all these things begin to fall into place. One, one thing I really enjoyed from the meeting last week in L.A. was this, a, a note that says, we do not give ourselves for the things of the Lord. We will give ourselves to serve something else, which is the world. And so, there's, you know, I think there was 12 or, or so points that were given today. There's a lot of things here. But I was touched with the fact that uh, many times I think uh, when Noah was saved was when the flood came. But actually, he was being saved because he was busy building the ark. And so, I just really enjoy the fact that we can be busy with the brothers and the sisters, with the companions, in the things of the Lord. And this will sanctify us and keep us from the things of this age. Hallelujah.
Thank you for joining us today. To hear the complete recording and other messages, please visit livingtohim.com. If you would like to receive regular updates from us, please subscribe to this podcast and join our mailing list on our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where our handle is at livingtohim.